about this. I'm you, already saying no. You ever, <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about the fact that uh, before eyeglasses existed, a good chunk of the population was just walking around not able to see anything? The world was just a blur and they just dealt with it. And I bet they just had terrible headaches. I've got a question for you. Is it false or true? Is it fill in the blank? Are there options to rank? Nothing serious. Mostly just curious. Mona and Derek's quiz show. Good evening or morning or in between. I'm Mona. And I'm Derek. And good evening or ill is... You've just committed to 30 minutes of Mona and Derek's Derek's quiz quiz show. show. And that is a lawful agreement. You are legally bound to stick around for the entire thing, or we will seek litigation and (laughs) prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. On this podcast, we ask each other questions, a quiz of sorts, and then we're going to call our friend Elliot Imes and ask him some questions as well. And it's going to be... A rocking one. You better believe it. Is it now? It is. Uh, Normally, I like to address some things, and you might hear the crinkle of my paper because I went ahead and I wrote down some of my favorite things. You may be thinking, what in In God's name is that crinkle? In the PBS catalog. All (laughs) right. Number one, uh, a rug. So just a backstory, Derek and I ordered some puzzles from the PBS website we, we found a 3500 piece uh or a 3000 piece beatles puzzle for some people for and christmas your parents have almost finished it yeah, which is they've astounding got, they've got it on the uh on the dining room table and and with a giant cloth that they put over it for meals so they eat atop it they're eating on and top then of they that take puzzle. it off and play that's dedication yeah well so I was just a big fan of catalogs as a kid, and I've oh, I've hated them. to see them dwindle. But by ordering these items from PBS, we are now on a list, and we get the PBS catalog. And oh, what was that? What was your favorite cats as a kid or a teen? That's short for catalog, not felines. Uh, Delia's. Delia's. Um, I subscribed to a wig catalog, and so I used to put the women with the wig heads. Oh, nice. On the dahlias. I also I was... really enjoyed the um, inserts in the newspaper on Sunday. Like oh, okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like junkie the best part. Buy and the stuff. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love oh. the best I'd buy. I'd be like, I want the target. Where's the target at? Where's I was the a big, best uh, buy at? I was a big CCS skateboard catalog guy. I'd look mm-hmm. forward to the Just looking like for a shoe as thick as a baby's diaper. I'm looking huh? for the widest shoe possible. <laughs> DC, Etnies, America, you name it. Uh and also there was a there was like a rock merchandise one called Infinity One. No and idea. A, and then I think it either it changed or there was one that was the same called Rockabilia. Wow. I think they were related somehow because they looked exactly the same. But I remember scrolling through that and just being like scrolling. No, you were scroll- turning the pages. <laughs> well, back in the day, we used to scroll by uh, licking the index finger and. <laughs> Do you think that people are going nuts waiting to hear what I wrote yeah, down well, from the PBS catalog? But, you know, back in that day, you couldn't uh, hear a band unless you went to a store and bought it or if they were on the radio. But these bands in here were not on the radio. We're talking new metal, punk rock. So I'd be flipping through like 
I wonder what the dead Kennedys sound like because these shirts are awesome. Wow. And did you order stuff? They've got the anti-Nazi thing here, and I agree with that sentiment. Um, I don't think I ever ordered from that. I think I just got ideas for what I wanted and then Yeah, I never ordered from Delia's either. Sam Goody or whatever. Yeah. I remember buying a Static X t-shirt from a tent in the uh, Iowa State Fair Midway. Wow. And it was a couple sizes too big, but you better believe I wore <laughs> that sucker till it was ragged. Oh my God. I'm surprised you still don't wear it, honey. <laughs> I, I mean, Classic I don't know wife is. jokes. Is, it, is that in your basement, Mom, if you're listening? Drop oh. me a text. No, I bet a cat like gave birth to some kittens on it or something. Oh, maybe. All right, back to my PBS catalog. Yes. I have taken notes um, on my favorite items from the PBS catalog, which is something that is been uh, making me full of joy so i'm gonna start with some predictables here all right so we got um a rug with a giant cat on it it's pretty realistic looking cat so it's for your front door and above the cat it says took you long enough (laughs) what (laughs) like your cat's been waiting for you okay but it's on the rug yeah Okay. okay don't think about it too hard okay a shirt that says retired i worked my whole life for this shirt Okay, I love it. Pretty classic. Um, yeah, it's a good gift for the retiree in your life. Um, this one just destroys me. It looks like one of those Bible verse shirts. Okay. I might ask for it for my birthday. It says, thou shalt not get on my nerves. Mood 24-7. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, this one I tore out of an old one. Because sometimes I throw them away and then I, and then I'm like, I don't want to forget this shirt because it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. You never will remember a thing if you. And want- I wonder if these shirts are as funny to people that didn't grow up in the era of like this kind of shirt. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because everybody wore these funny shirts for it's a while. It's coming back though. Yeah, that, they are coming back. Those shirts are gonna be back with the bang. They're coming back, and you know what? That's when why they I should do- have saved that Static X shirt because that's coming back too. New metal, ska, it's all on the rise. Yeah, there was one with a crabby looking owl on it and it said irritable owl syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, awful. Okay, so this one's for the Great British Baking Show heads out there. Yep. Uh, American website, and then it says this website uses cookies. And then British website... This website uses biscuits. biscuits. Oh, I knew it. Okay. Um, there's also a $40 book called Guitar, the World's Most Seductive Instrument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so curious. Like, what? Uh, yeah. Is it photos? Coffee table? It's got to it? be just like a coffee table book with big glossy photos. I mean, there's no other of a curvy Stratocaster. Seductive in the PBS catalog. Okay, there's also forty nine ninety five leather baseball hats. Fifty bucks for a hat. Fifty dollar baseball hats. Real leather. What do you want? Leather on the top of your head? No, you're you're shielding yourself from the sun with a black. With somebody else's skin. (laughs) All right, and finally, um. This one, you might have to see it, but I'll try to say it out loud, and then uh, it can go ahead and translate poorly. Do we have a photo we can 
Yeah, I'll put that. Okay. Yeah, I, don't worry. I took a photo of the shirt I yeah. ripped out of the catalog. You're um, prepared. Because at some point, Derek was trying to clean off this pile of papers, and then all these little t-shirt rip, rippings came out. I, well... <laughs> So I'm I'm cleaning My off wife. this uh, surface in the house. You know how every surface in your house just gets piled with stuff. If you live with me. So I'm cleaning the surface, and I come across a couple of clippings from a PBS catalog, and I'm like, I don't know what these are doing here, but I have a feeling that I'm not supposed to throw them away. So they're going on the table here to ask what... Like, she'll be done with my it. wife's important papers <laughs> and one of those important papers was this shirt all right know this shirt it's a series of airport codes but it's airport codes for my current travels lvg living room <laughs> dnr dining room uh-huh. uh, you got bathroom master bedroom bky backyard BKY. you got the office uh WNF is wine fridge. Okay. And Pat stands for patio. Patio. I'll see you on the patio, I'll babe. See you on the pat. Um, I like that. That's it. Says so much about the PBS audience. They have wine fridges and patios. Was there a, a restroom one? Uh, yeah. Bathroom is BTH. Okay, I was just so cooking know. up a joke of when I uh get out of bed and you're stirring and you're like what's what's up everything all right and i'll be like i'm just taking a red eye to bth it's <laughs> like a flight but in the middle of the night okay okay <laughs> uh, I, I got and it it's got a uh it's got a connecting flight at pty pantry because i'm hankering for some of those peanut butter crackers hey i got a secret i'm willing to share with the studio Uh, audience here exclusive there's an entire bag of jalapeno kettle chips by my desk downstairs and i have been quote working slash just eating chips in the basement eating those chips without sharing um i don't want to bring up a sore subject but i did think that we should mention if you listen last week we have a new segment called i messed up okay and we would like it if you submitted your own i messed up okays a situation in which you you're just a nice person we messed you, up you messed you up. messed up okay you, yeah. you're willing to admit it uh mona and derek's quiz show at gmail.com that's the email, and uh, let's prove to this world that we're all imperfect beings, huh? Yeah, go ahead and ask me some questions then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so since we're um, going to be quizzing our friend Elliot, uh, I had Elliot's on the brain, so my category for you is Quizzy Quiz Demeanor Elliot, and it's all about people with the last name Elliot. So, what? let's <laughs> crack right into it. Cass Elliot was a singer best known as a member of which 1960s band? Is it Jefferson Airplane, The Mamas and the Papas, Big Brother and the Holding Company, or Power Man 5000? Mamas and the Papas. It was Mamas and the Papas, Mama Cass. Mama Cass. Mama Cass. We loved her. <laughs> <laughs> the world loved her. Uh-huh. Um, Chris Elliott is an actor known for his work on uh, Schitt's Creek, Cabin Boy, Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. All kinds of stuff. 
great guy. But he got his start in show business as a writer and performer for which late night talk show host? Ooh. Is it Johnny Carson, David Letterman, Jay Leno, or Carson Daly? I think it's David Letterman. It was Letterman. Okay. Him and the him and the letter were very close. Yeah. Was he in bits a lot on that show? I think he was it's in like bits. I kind of vaguely remember. I think it was like pretty early on, but maybe maybe when we were kids we would have caught him. I don't think I watched that, really, but I feel like at a friend's house a couple times I did. Yeah. Okay. I remember seeing it at my grandma's house. We'd watch Little Letterman. A couple of late, a few late kids. Stay up for late ones. All right. Um, I thought I would ask you today, are you ready for some questions? Uh, Give me about 10 minutes here. (laughs) I've got uh, some stuff cooking, and I've got to eat it quick. Uh Uh-huh. But... Yeah, no, I'll be ready soon. That sounds so genuinely like me. I'm sorry that I'm like that all the time. <laughs> that was not an impression um, of you. Today I'm going to ask you about sandals because I wore them today. Yeah, you, I wore them too. I busted out my sandals first time of the <laughs> season. All right, so this type of sandals has some wacky names in okay. the U.S. They're called Zoris on the East Coast. What? Clam diggers in Texas. <laughs> And slippers in Hawaii. This is all according to uh, some sandals information website. In Hawaii, it's hot, so they don't need actual slippers. Yeah, they don't have soft cozies like we do. What is the name of these sandals that is also an onomatopoeia? I forget what onomatopoeia means. Mm. Oh, okay. No, I think I know. The sound that sounds Uh like it's word. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't have any options oh, for you. Flip flops. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting yeah. for some funnies. No funnies. Yeah, that's I have okay. no jokes for you. That's it. No jokes. For I spent all my time writing out the PBS catalog best of. Oh, A lot of research today. Worth the wait. Um, and finally, here we go. In what season did Michael Scott go to Sandals, the Sandals Resort? Oh gosh. No on options. The, on the office. for On the office. Oh, yeah. On the office, doesn't he tries to take a woman and yeah. she doesn't want to go with him. And then he goes by himself. What season? And then he keeps... Oh, on what season of the show or what <laughs> season of the year is it? <laughs> <laughs> what season of the show? <laughs> That's what you're asking? Yes. Oh. Were you thinking about what time of year yeah, he Yeah, because I'm like, I guess I would have thought he would have gone in the winter, but maybe went in the summer. I'm sorry. It was a very vague question, but I didn't realize what that season? I season? That's a tough one. Uh, mm, you watched a lot of The Office. Is it three? It was. Was it? Yeah. Wow, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I that, that used to be my go-to show if I needed to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. We used to watch it a lot. Yeah. I mean, before, you know, when it first came out, I watched it because I liked it. And then I, I don't know. Oh, I think. I'm explaining. I here. don't think you need to explain. I think it's a comfort for a lot yeah, of people, comfort. that show. Yeah. In fact, just uh, reading about the Michael Scott going to Sandals made me like, I'd like to watch it again. Didn't they Probably take it off of Netflix? Probably my 15th time through it. 15th, um, yeah. Oh, did they? I thought so because they were launching that nbc mm. thing and they Dang pulled it. it from all of our cold dead hands 
does this seem like a really good segue to call it that's Elliot? a perfect segue to calling Elliot from my cold dead we've known him for a lot of seasons as well yeah there you go so here he is let's dial him up five one five two seven three beep 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 scoop it about all right our guest today is elliot imes or mr imes as the middle schoolers may know him all the middle schoolers listening uh elliot and i met initially from uh, just being in the des moines music scene together as a teenager, I would see Elliot at shows and thought he seemed like the coolest dude and later found out that that was correct when we became friends. And uh, at some point I asked him to join my band, The Prairie Fires, because I felt he would be able to do justice to the combination of folk music and punk rock that I was interested in exploring at the time. And he very much was and became one of my favorite musicians to collaborate with due to his freakish ability to hear any song and immediately know the chords and uh, also remember songs that I had written better than I remembered them myself. So uh, Elliot's been pushing the boundaries of the heavier side of the Des Moines music scene for many years with uh, bands like Monstro and Tyborn Jig, who just released a new record that we can discuss more in a bit. And uh, now we both have kids the same age, and our whole families are close, so we just love the Imeses. So thanks for being cool friends. Yeah. And welcome to the show. Thank I you. Mean, that is... I, I well, love you, nice. but your wife, come on. Oh, well, let's just... Yeah, I'll, I'll, that was all very nice what you said about me, but really, my wife, everybody. Let's no, talk about no, my wife. No, I just... It's we'll, very, we'll definitely have her on some days. It's very well. convenient yeah. that... You have such a great wife because we're best friends too. It's a wonderful thing. Yep. Yeah. And our our children are very close. I was also going to say that the the last time we played together, all three of us was on the uh, our Valentine's show in February 2020, which ended up being our last show at our favorite venue, the Vaudeville Muse. And, a, and was an incredible just show. A glorious way to go out. If we never return to full live music, then uh. That was a good way to hang up our hats, but I think we'll get back to it. Yeah, I I highly recommend if you ever have to toss together a band, pick the three dads, Derek, Elliot, and Brian, because especially Elliot and Brian, no offense, Derek, uh, they can listen to a song, they listen to a song three times, and they're like, this is how the song goes. That's true. I have a a really bad memory, so I'll be playing something, and there's like, yeah, that change that we've been doing the whole time, like, nah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. you have to record your album so Elliot can memorize it for you is yes. what I've been thinking. And then and then tell you later how it goes when yeah. mm-hmm. you forget. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that. no that that Valentine's show was like I can't thank you two enough. I know I've I've told you since then but th- that was um a real honor to be able to do that. It was like just having all those friends together in one place, you know, and not knowing a month later that like <laughs> everything would be totally different. But even it, but not knowing that, it was still like the most special thing to do and the, the best idea and the way you two put it together as this like running comedy bit that lasted for an hour and a half was genius. And, you know, like getting to play the, the bass line from Crazy Town's Butterfly for a little bit, <laughs> uh, getting to play like a little bit of One Week by Bare Naked Ladies and like 10 seconds of uh, picture by uh, uh, Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. Like, it just, what a joy. Just an absolute joy. All those you songs know, you've always wanted. You mentioning that <laughs> makes me like, what would we ever do next time? 
We used all of your yeah. hits, Derek. We all those <laughs> terrible songs that you're always bringing on me. It's like all the all oh, four of them. Trust me, I've got plenty more terrible songs up in the dome. Because let's be fair, yet. extra large dome. By uh, the way, there were no Giant Chili Pepper head. songs played at that. There, there were no Chili mm. Pepper songs played during that show. So there's That's still true. a good fountain of. Yeah, not, not bad to... songs, but so funny the songs. Next, to go. The next Valentine's Day, 2022. Is be let's Red hope. Hot Love, Red Hot Love, just mm. all Chili Peppers all night. No, <laughs> it's not going to be that. But we will do a bit in which you insist that um, that Danny California is a love song. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. I know we've talked about it. I, I I I don't want to rag on the Chili Peppers. I get loving them, but Danny California is just. A miserable song, just miserable. Uh, it's not their finest, but it's. I yeah, that's my favorite part is when Derek's like, "Well, I don't hate still, it." He doesn't hate it. It's got a. It's, I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, it's I, like our kids. I have no logical <laughs> defense of it. Our it's, kids, it's objectively a bad song, but yeah. I but I like it. Yeah, there you go. Our kids yeah. like it in a way that makes me like that. They're like, it's a rock song. Like to a five year old, they're like, "Danny California is a freaking rock jammer." It's a rock anthem. I, I think that's one thing that people who don't have small kids can't understand is the the amount of music that you just end up having to like. Because if uh-huh. you don't, then you'll just lose your mind because it's the music that your kids keep insisting on listening to. And if yeah. you know, you just have to be like, Yes, I love the Moana soundtrack. Like I I have I love Lin Manuel Miranda and his voice <laughs> oh, is great God. and his songs are great and uh, this is good and I'm a happy person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And to just to go hand in hand with that, like before I had kids, I was always like, oh, cool rock on shirt, little kid. Like all the stuff with <laughs> guitars on it and like my dad rocks. I was like, that is so dumb. And then I had kids and I was like, oh, look. Look, my dad a rocks. A shirt with a guitar on it. His it dad is, does the, rock. His, his yeah, dad that's does the rock. He actually rocks. So it's not like uh, cheesy. It's just a statement of fact. Like yeah. this kid's dad does in fact rock. We were no. just judging these other dads at before. We're like, there's no way that guy rocks. No, actually nope. what it is nope. is all the other options are so bad that you're like, a guitar, that's a pretty sweet yeah. shirt. Right? <laughs> yeah, you find yeah. you have to you have to look for the good stuff with your kids' clothes and not go for uh, you know, like my mom bought just one of those like little boy like neon green outfits with like camo neon green oh, camo no. or whatever and it's like no not that kind of boy outfit not that one oh i don't know things are getting better but it's like there's a certain thing people are drawn to that neon green camo really sums up a look just like, well, it says i like, like mountain dew and hunting yeah. yeah, it says it says my dad has taken me to Jethro's barbecue several times during the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> and we dined in. Yeah, oh, we dined in. Oh, we did not take that home. That was right there, mask off for an hour, running around the, the restaurant, breathing on everybody, being yeah. cute, fingers licking after those ribs. <laughs> and Dad had to wipe my face because he couldn't hide the barbecue sauce behind my mask. Because I ain't wearing one. All right. No, I just say that because the other day my grandmother came over and uh, our younger one, the two-year-old, pulled his mask off and I was like, busted. His face was just covered with peanut butter. (laughs) And I had just hidden it under the mask. 
Yes. Hot it's tip a, it's to a, parents. I've definitely, I've definitely, it's occurred to me at a few different, uh, at parks or whatever. It's like, ah, whatever. They're fine. We're, they're wearing a mask. They don't know that we're lazy parents and we don't care. Yep. <laughs> Elliot, would you mind if we asked you some questions? We brought you here because we got some questions for you, bud. Because you got a that big brain be... packed in that skull. Well, we'll test that. We'll see about that. Here, okay, let me go you. first since you did the intro. You are a middle school teacher and a rock and roller, much like Jack Black's character from the 2003 film School of Rock. School mm-hmm. of Rock held a record as the highest-grossing musical-themed comedy of all time until it was overtaken in 2015 by what movie? Mamma Mia, Pitch Perfect 2, La La Land, or Trolls? So not Trolls, because I think that was 2016. Um, La La Land, no. That was like after that. I, you, My first thought was Pitch Perfect. So Pitch Perfect 2? You are correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I feel never, like we should mention that those. you're a date guy. Elliot. I'm a d- Yeah. He, a he dates, not like dates. he likes to go on. Well, he no, probably he, likes to go on dates with his wife, too. But. His wife, he dates. Only her, with but. my wife. Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. For the record, yeah. You know, seeing how. Okay, anyways. Uh, yes. Uh, Pitch Perfect 2 is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> And Elliot likes numbers, dates. Uh, but that's, I don't have any other frame of reference for those movies because I've not seen them. I couldn't tell you a thing about them. I, I'm sure they're charming and like have like a lot of well-sung versions of, like I don't know, Whitney Houston songs and Britney Spears songs or something. But I'm just not going to make any time for those. Sorry to anybody sure, out there who likes them. I'm sure everyone that made them did a great job and gave their best effort. <laughs> but, uh, Good for them. Not for uh, not for the I'm I ha- nope. I haven't seen them. Have you? But uh, I have not seen any of those. Liar. Oh well, trolls right. obviously. So oh, trolls in many times. Those are the, I've listened to some, the songs on the Trolls soundtrack more times than I've listened to any of the songs by any of my favorite bands combined. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really think that has yeah. to be true. It's it's when it's, when you think about it like that, it's just staggering what we have had to go through. Endure. That, that is a gigantic yeah. sacrifice from a, from a huge music fan. Um, all right, next question: Which of these following quotes is not from the movie Goodfellas? So here's Ooh. here's some quotes. Do I get to hear a, a a Robert De Niro impression within this? Because that would be great. You know what? I'll do that f- for you. Okay. So. Just all of them, even if he's not the one who said it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. All these are as Mr. De Niro. A, I need this knife, Mom. <laughs> God, I don't know how he sounds right now. I think maybe we hey, need to... You, I need this knife, Mom. I'm going to take this. Is that okay? Uh, okay? B, B, you think I'm funny? Funny how? Like, funny like a clown? Do I amuse you? That's B. C, uh-huh. In the end, I had to put his head in a, I had to put his effing head in a vice. And D, never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Okay. Only the last one is actually said by Robert De Niro. The first two okay. are said by Joe Pesci. Uh, uh, the wow. one with the knife is uh, when they're, uh, well, I, I'm going to keep it kid friendly, so not going to describe that. What was the second one again? It was... Um, you think I'm funny, funny uh, like a oh, clown? Oh, yeah. 
that's famous. That's, you know, Joe Pesci, you know, uh, great scene. Uh, so the, whatever the third, the one about the head and the vice, cause that happens in the movie casino. Wow. So Look at that this. Is, that's the answer. I guess Absolute. we should have gone more challenging for Can't Elliot. slip any mobster quote past this guy. All I, right. I, I, I've watched that movie an unreasonable amount of times, Goodfellas. And it because your kids make you as well. (laughs) (laughs) He loves the part when the bartender gets shot for no real reason and they have to go bury him in the woods. That's that's great. Um, Yeah, but it's it's one of those deals where like I think I got into it young because I I wanted to like like a movie that like guys liked, you know, like Mm -hmm. a movie that guys are into. And I had like a Goodfellas poster (laughs) on my door. Oh, wow. And then now it's like, I don't know. It's probably, I'm sure it's still, it it is a fantastic movie, but it definitely, you have to approach it knowing that the main characters in the movie are just absolute idiots who are not worth like emulating in any way. Even the never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Like, no, you should rat on your friends sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's... That's a very good analysis. Yeah, it's like yep. this like manly thing. I mean, there was a lot of those posters in college. Indeed. Yeah. So many. A lot of good fellas out there. Yeah. They gotta, yeah. Well, they got to show that they're good ones by having the poster up in their dorm. I won't rat on you, which <laughs> you is know, super you know gross. You know found a good fella. He's got one of those up there. He, he he's not gonna rat on me when I when I steal a a, a, a beer at the London Underground up in Ames. Hey, right, man, this is my guy. Keep him close. Oh my gosh! Uh, all right, you're a longtime fan of professional wrestling. If there's one thing that typically goes hand in hand with being a good wrestler, it's having a beautiful singing voice. Hence, many wrestlers have dabbled in musical careers on the side. Which of these WWE stars has not released a record of their music? Okay. Uh, Jesse Ventura, John Cena, The Undertaker, or Jerry the King Lawler? Oh, I know Jerry the King Lawler uh, did some stuff down in Memphis where he was like the biggest celebrity in that whole city for some unknown reason still uh and jesse ventura i don't i'm sure I, I don't know of what it is but i know that john cena had the rap album uh w- w- featuring the, the the famous song you can't see me my time is now right uh you two know it and love it um the undertaker is famously uh he never would have done anything like that where he uh <laughs> made music because he was always very committed to the character which is being a dead zombie so the answer is the undertaker <laughs> Congratulations, you did it. You did it. Dang, I thought I was pulling out some deep cuts, but... Again, The Undertaker is just, he is iconic. He was the reason, one of the reasons that I got into wrestling so much, because he was so scary. Um, That character was like, you know, he was like a mortician. He was like a dead, like, a dead guy, basically. And I was really scared of it when I was like eight years old, and then I thought he was the coolest thing ever. And then now, like, he did a documentary finally where he's like, not being the character and he's like opening up and being himself and he's wearing like a, a texas blue lives matter shirt and it's just like <laughs> oh man no <laughs> maybe uh keep the character going there mr just, Taker. Oh, man. just keep the just keep the yeah just don't don't tell us anymore about yourself it just ruins it i remember being a kid and thinking that the pallbearer guy was kind of scary even though mm-hmm. he was so goofy and weird 
It's just like there was something creepy about him. I mean, it was. Yeah, well, because it was the voice. It was, the Undertaker (laughs) will bury 29 men. And then uh, when I was 11, the uh, WWF at the time was in town and they were at the Best Buy, which is where the Hobby Lobby is next to uh, Merle Hay Mall for uh, all the Des Moines heads out there. They did an autograph signing, Undertaker and Paul Bearer. And I go up and I'm like, you know, 11 and I'm like shaking, starstruck, and Undertaker signs the autograph and Paul Bearer signs and goes, there you go, kid. Thanks a lot. And I'm like, oh, he he doesn't talk like the, the high voice all this. No, oh, <laughs> it on. almost it was worse. You got to do the voice. No, no he didn't do the voice. Shame on Mr. Bear. Mr. Percy Pringle. Bear. Percy Pringle. Uh, well, uh, that was his other name before he was oh, Paul okay. Bear. But he was an actual uh, mortician, like in in his wow. previous life. So that was why they gave him that character. I thought you were gonna say yeah. he was an actual Pringle chip. <laughs> Once you pop the Undertaker's coffin, the wrestling don't stop. Uh, Pringles. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Elliot, what was the top selling Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor in the year 2020? Was it half baked, chunky monkey, fish food, P H I S H, or mm. widespread peanut? <laughs> I I hope oh that exists, gosh. although I, I doubt it does. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, be, not yet. Do they once, have, once Ben and Jerry sexual. hear this, <laughs> <laughs> um, do they have any others that are named after uh, hippie bands? It, it, Fish, well, Cherry there... Garcia. Oh yeah, yeah. And then is there a Dave Matthews one? As there should be. I don't know. There should be definitely. Um, Crunch into me not, or something. Yeah, into me. How how have they never done like the the ice cream incident, like the string cheese? Oh, ice cream incident. I mean, we could we can fine tune that name, but um, okay. So uh, I think I feel like half baked has to be the kind of just like easy conventional choice. Um, A chunky monkey. Maybe I'm saying that because I don't like banana in my ice cream, so I. Don't oh, yeah. eat Chunky Monkey. And then I don't like uh, terrible music, so I don't eat the fish food. Hey. <laughs> so Even if the flavor was great, huh? would you still not? It is half-baked. You nailed it. Hey, yeah. I, I did have fish food one time, and it, yeah, it was chocolatey. It was fine, but just on principle. I think. I also, it being called fish food just makes me think it's going to taste like those little flake fish flakes that you drop in the tank. Which would be what flavor? Like, uh, like a fruity? Salty... Seafood. Salty. Ugh. Food. <laughs> yeah, All right, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I guess fish aren't eating something that tastes like seafood. But. Dave Matthews Band, two flavors. They oh, have there collaborated we go. with DMB twice for One Sweet World. W H I R L E D. I don't get it. I'm Ooh. sure that's a song by them. One okay. Sweet World. Well, oh, and then yeah, there's but... one called Magic Brownies. And I, I don't, don't understand. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what magic brownies are. That, they'll have to explain that one to me. <laughs> All right, Elliot. Next question. Although the Beatles made a surprise appearance on the rooftop of the Apple Building in 1969, the final official Beatles concert was performed at Candlestick Park in San Francisco in what year? And I don't think we should give him any options because he's Elliot. No, that's okay. I can do this um, with that. I think you can do it. I you pretty much know the window, so it's either Ugh. it's either sixty five or sixty six. Um, Rubber Soul came out sixty five. Revolver came out sixty six. I, ooh, man, if I don't get this, 
Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it was 66. You're yeah, right. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did the it. dates, man. Wow. Only with his wife only and, dates and the Beatles. His wife and the Beatles. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm very impressed. Thank you. I, I, I knew that, yeah, it, it had to be something like that. And it's still, isn't that a crazy thing about them that they just, oh, it's they insane. were so famous that they were like, eh, we're just going to stop doing that. <laughs> just yeah. make records and never play to anybody and we'll still be the most enormous band in the world. Like, yeah. that's why they're the best. I mean, come on. I bet that they just, it makes me sad just as someone who's toured and played in bands. I mean, you, you have played in bands like, they were basically forced to stop. Like they couldn't do it. It was too dangerous. And so it like bums me out that they, they just like couldn't do it because you watch those old videos of their first tour. And it's just like, what? These guys ripped. Like they had no monitors. They had Mm -hmm. no monitors and their harmonies are gorgeous. And they're just like this well-oiled machine. And Mm -hmm. because didn't they partially quit because they like couldn't, it wasn't fun to play because they couldn't hear anything over the the people screaming. Yeah, which like it, it's it's interesting to think about if they kept playing. Like you wouldn't think that the screaming would have kept up by the time they're playing like songs off the White Album, right? They're not going to be playing like Dear Prudence and P- and girls are like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, this one's Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would probably scream the whole time myself. I mean, have you? I don't I mean, know. Just, I mean how long yeah, are we yeah. talking? Are they are they up there for ninety minutes? People can't scream for that long. And well, definitely ears. those like, yeah, that was. I think that was the other part of it. It was just like a painful experience <laughs> to be in front of that. But I think those those early shows where they just put, you know like in like sixty four or whatever, like that has to be like those are like twenty five thirty minute shows at the most. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. just playing like nine songs and getting in and out and bowing yeah. in between every one of them. Right. Uh, is this a perfect score from Mr. Imes here? Yeah. Perfect oh, score. Man. Ring, ring, ring. Ding, ding, what ding, a, ding, ding, ding. This is the best night of my life. Our most loyal listener and uh, Instagram commenter, commenter has has won the quiz. He deserves it's, it, it. It's almost too perfect. It's like it's it's been fixed for me or something. But, yeah. but thank you. I actually thought I was making more difficult questions than usual. That's that's fair. No, let, let, let's be clear that I am just my brain is filled with so much knowledge that does not come in handy other than for things like this, <laughs> like so every this lyrics the, to the Trolls soundtrack, to the Trolls soundtrack, to um, way too many other lyrics. But like how to change the oil in my car or like properly do anything in my home? No, nah, I don't really know how to do that. So. Well, hey, so you've hey, got but- time. You can talk to middle schoolers, which is the ultimate gift. You are a special <laughs> yeah, kind of, of human. Would never be able to. Do you have anything to plug, Elliot? I do. Thank you for asking. My band, Tyborn Jig, which uh, we played our last show in 2017, and who knows if we'll play again. Uh, anything can happen in, in a post COVID world, I guess. But um, we made an album back in 2015. The album's called Lead You to the Dark. We recorded it with the great Phil Young locally here in Des Moines, and um, yeah. we just never put it out. Uh, we, we we kept meaning to and meaning to, and then, you know, life gets away from you and things happen and people have babies or become nurse practitioners in the case of our uh, bassist. Uh, and uh, we just didn't put it out until this year. We just said, hey, whatever, put it out on Bandcamp. Uh, so, yeah, go to tybornjig.bandcamp.com, and it is uh, pay what you want. You don't have to pay anything. And 
if you do pay anything, we'll probably just donate it to, I don't know, the food bank or Des Moines Mutual Aid or something because, um, you know, we're fine. Um, but yeah, it's a record that I'm, I, I'm really proud of. We were um, kind of hard to describe, I guess. It was like rock and roll and punk, but like influences of, of like, you know, hardcore and uh, indie rock and all this stuff. And I think it's a, a, a just a kind of a, a neat sound that maybe not a lot of bands in Des Moines ever did. And um, yeah, if you listen to it, I would be endlessly grateful. It is fantastic. I uh, I heard it, and my initial thought was, "Wait, why didn't you guys put this out right away?" Uh, what were I you? Uh, but no, I don't understand all the life things. Life but things. Thank but you. It, uh, it is a tragedy that the world had six years without it, but now we've got it, and all is well. And, and we uh, can, for uh, for listeners out there, uh, there's a song on there about Derek. Uh, so yeah. if you can figure out what song that <laughs> there is. is. Yeah, uh, then uh, if, it, if you can figure it out, then I don't know, uh, write into Mona and Derek's quiz show at gmail.com or something. Yeah. Just let us know. <laughs> All right, Elliot. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Thanks, buddy. It's You're been a best. pleasure. Thank you. Well, that pulls the door shut on the storm shelter in the side of a hill we call this quiz show. Indeed. Uh, we are on the social media platforms that you may know and love. Uh, Mona and Derek's Quiz Show on Instagram, Facebook, MD Quiz Show on Twitter. And uh, thanks for giving us good ratings on these apps, if you have. That is really cool. You could, uh, if you have it. If you, yeah. You don't do. have to. And yeah, you don't have but to. But you could. But you are required to tell a friend about the show. Also not required, but you could. And you can also buy a sticker patch or t-shirt or hat of one of Mona's illustrations at RamonaMuseLambert.com. And if you have any random knowledge that you'd like to uh, be in a question on the show, send it to Mona and Derek's Quiz Show at gmail.com. And I'll take that little nugget and turn it right into a question. Don't worry about the... Yeah, um, or if you're like, I want to hear you ask... Derek questions about this category. Yeah, I got category ideas. What do you want to? I mean, I did sandals today, for goodness sake. For goodness sake, we could literally do anything. Yeah, I was just like, what am I going to ask about? I guess sandals? Yeah, T bone steaks. No. Um, Thanks Thanks. for listening. (laughs) Later, skaters. Mm